resurrected King is resurrecting me. Praise the Lord. Before you have a seat, why don't you greet one another today? Great to have you here. He is risen. It's the only time we do that this part of the year. It was Easter Sunday. And if you're new to Gateway Church, I want to welcome you here. And we don't usually have these little code words that we say and people say back. But it's really important because that's why we celebrate every Sunday, right? If he didn't rise from the dead, we got no reason to be here on Sunday morning. So that's what we're going to celebrate today. We're going to celebrate fresh starts and new life. When I say the word fresh start, what do you think of? Spring cleaning. Not me. Some people in our church are going to build a new home this year. So that's a fresh start. They're going to build a new house. They're going to dig a hole. They're going to pour a foundation. That's exciting. Some people think of fresh starts, you might think of a new job. Sometimes that's exciting, sometimes it's a little bit scary to think of what you're going to experience in your new job. Sometimes when I say the word fresh start, you think of a new life in your home, like a baby. And maybe if you're older like me, you don't realize you're going to have babies anymore, but you might have a new pet. Or a puppy in your house. I think this week we're going to have new puppies at my house. So that's going to be a fresh start. Maybe for some of you a fresh start is a new year at school. You're excited about what the next year will bring you. And you love to study. And that's a part of who you are. Maybe for you, know, maybe for you a fresh start is a new hobby. Like you need to start something new. You need something different in your life. Maybe a fresh start for you is actually just breaking an old habit. Like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to stop today. This is the last day. I am not going to do that anymore. We're going to start fresh. Maybe a fresh start is just paying off the debts that you owe so you don't have to pay the bank anymore. All those crazy loans that you said yes to at some point. Maybe a fresh start for you is just getting your taxes done. How many of you are done with your taxes? Well, we got half of you that are done. You got about 15 days. I finished mine yesterday. You know, it feels really good to hit that send button and just be done with it. It's just a lot of work. Why do we have to do that anyhow? I'm not sure. Maybe for, for you, a fresh start is spring. Like, we were expecting spring, right? I was expecting spring, and then I woke up Saturday morning to Christmas. I asked the guy in the essay, I said, was that summer last week that we had? He said, no, I don't think so. 
Maybe for you, a fresh start is a new experience in your spiritual journey. Like you're here today and you're just wondering, why am I here? What's the point of today? What's the point of my faith journey? Is there any spiritual journey in your walk today? We're going to talk about that. Today you were at the right place, and today I'm excited to share with you fresh starts. Because I know the, the God of fresh starts. I remember the day I embarked on a new hobby. Years ago, I had some friends from this church, and uh, they bought motorcycles. And they just didn't buy any motorcycle. They bought Harley Davidsons. And I started to question them. I said, what in the world are you doing? You know, that's like hooligans and bad people were ride Harley Davidsons, right? And I started to harass them. You guys are laughing because you know what happens. One of them threw me the keys and he said, take it for a ride. Well, I'd ridden motorcycle my whole life when I was a little kid. I rode dirt bikes and stuff. So I got on this Harley, and I didn't get two miles away, and I understood what Harley-Davidson's were all about. You see that sound and the power and the cool factor? It got me. I was hooked. I went down the path of research and shopping and i used to buy those cycle trader magazines way back when and i was looking for the best deal and i asked a lot of questions and answered a lot of questions to my family like why do i want this but when i bought one it opened up a whole new world to me as a matter of fact every spring and i wish it would have already happened but it hasn't yet i feel like i get a fresh start or a new life when I take a ride for the first time. My wife got involved in this hobby as well, believe it or not. I conned her, coerced her, whatever you want to say. And eventually she started the fresh start and now rides her own as well. That fresh start or that new hobby is kind of a unique feeling. But the newness is wore off for us. Now we're looking at those bikes and wondering how much longer we're going to ride them and if we're going to keep them. And I need a new hobby. I need a fresh start. Some of you might be sitting here today saying, yeah, I need a fresh start. Maybe you don't need a new hobby. Maybe you've got enough hobbies and starting a new one is just painful for you. But maybe you're here today and you need a, a fresh start on life. Life hasn't treated you very well and you're struggling with a few things. I want to give you some encouragement today that there are fresh starts and new life in our world. I'm going to do something really odd. I'm going to ask you to pull out your phone if you have a smartphone. Because here's a fresh start for you today. I know I shouldn't do this because I'm going to distract all of you. Please don't go to your Facebook page. Don't go to Twitter. Don't answer any text that you may have gotten. How many of you have the YouVersion Bible app? It looks like a little Bible. If you don't have it, here's a fresh start. Get it today. It's free. But if you have it, 
If you click on that button for the U version and go to your home screen, in the bottom right-hand corner of your home screen are three little lines. Hit that. Just touch that. Comes up to another screen, and in the middle of that screen is events. Click on the word events. Gateway Church is live right now on version. And if you click on Gateway Church, you will get my notes. You will get the passages of Scripture that we're going to read today. You'll have an opportunity to take notes on that app today. And then in the bottom, you'll have an opportunity to save that event. That's a fresh start. That's new life. That's kind of a fun thing to do. Uh, in the future, I would love to get to the point where I encourage you on a weekly basis with scripture that you can read that is right there on that app. Today we're going to read some scripture. It's in, found in Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. And this is a very interesting passage to read today, and it's, it'll hopefully it'll challenge you with a fresh start and a new life. So as we're reading this, think about fresh starts. Early on Sunday morning, which is where we're at right now, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the woman. Don't be afraid, he said. I know you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Come see where his body was lying, and now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. The woman ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. And as they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. And they ran to him, grasping his feet and worshiping him. Then Jesus said to them, don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee. And they will see me there. These ladies went to the tomb. They were looking for a body that they could pay respect to. They were looking for a body that they could grieve over. They were looking for closure in their world so they could get a fresh start on life without Jesus. If you look on the artwork to my left, to most of your rights, that's the last picture that they saw. They saw Jesus hanging on a cross, dead. Doesn't seem anything at all like a fresh start. They were destroyed. But that's not the end of the story. We don't leave Jesus on the cross. Amen? Because if you look over here to my right, you see the end of that story. You see the empty tomb. That's the fresh start that those ladies experienced. They thought they were getting that, a dead body. What they got was that, a risen Savior. 
an empty tomb. You want to talk about a fresh start? There's a fresh start. They found that Jesus was gone, the tomb was empty, the old life was resurrected, and a new life and a new fresh start on their outlook on life had begun. That's the theme for today. A fresh start and new life. Isn't that just like Jesus? To offer a completely different twist on a fresh start. Those ladies were walking to the tomb with no hope. No future vision, no thoughts of anything fresh or of any new life in any way, shape, or form. How many times do you come into that in your life? You have a difficult time in life, there's a season in your life where things are really rough, and you see nothing of fresh starts or new life, and you're discouraged. And maybe that's you here today. You're discouraged. Jesus wants to give us a fresh start. Jesus wants to give you, wants to give me a fresh start. He is the God of second chances. He has a way of turning our old life into new life. You see, if reading books on self-help or trying harder were the answer, we all would have succeeded. Or in saying, I'm going to be different, was the answer, we all would succeed. Or if by saying, I promise I won't do it again, is somehow the magical way to a fresh start, we all would have succeeded. But we know that's not the answer. Trying harder, reading books, promising to be different, hasn't worked in the past and is not going to work today either. But if you want a fresh start today, I know who can give it to you. If you want new life, I know the giver of life. If you're longing for the answers to success, it's found only, only in Jesus. Not only is this a fresh start, but this is a relief. I don't have to make it happen. I don't have to do something of my own. Jesus did it all on the cross. When he died on the cross, he died for my sins. He also died to give me a fresh start and new life. And 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. If you haven't experienced that, you don't even understand what an old life is. How can you understand new life? Some of us here have received Christ as our Savior, and we understand the way we were and the way Christ has made us, and we understand that fresh start, and we understand that new life. But for some of you here, you don't, you don't know what that's talking about. I'm going to give you that opportunity here in a minute. Those ladies who walked to the tomb felt defeated. I don't think they feel that way now. The beauty of experiencing Jesus is he doesn't do the ordinary. He does the extraordinary. In a minute, I'm going to have a friend of mine come up, and he's going to explain this new life to you much better than I can. 
because he's just recently experienced it. And then after he's done, the worship team is going to come up, and they're going to sing a song. And through this friend of mine's testimony and through this song, I want you to contemplate on your life. What fresh start, what new life are you looking for today? And then there's a card in the seat back in front of you. I'm going to ask you to fill that out at the proper time. And we're going to pass the offering plates and we're going to take an offering and then we're going to celebrate the end of the service with a song. But I want to invite my friend Chris up. Chris, why don't you come on up here? I don't like sharing the stage with guys who are better looking than me, but hey, come on. Chris came to me last summer. I'm going to grab a microphone here for you, Chris. And he said, I want to get baptized. And I said, okay, why? And he said, well, I've had a fresh start. I've had a new life. And I said, well, let's talk about it. And so we spent some time getting to know each other, and I was listening to his story, and I was hearing his story, and from that point till now, Chris, I've watched an amazing transformation in your life. And on September 10th, 2017, in that tub right over there, I baptized you. That didn't bring salvation, but it was a fresh start. And it was new life in Jesus. And I've asked Chris to share his story with you because I think he can share it better than I can of what this really means. Chris wasn't in this situation last year at Easter. He was in a way different spot. But praise God, we know the giver of life and we know the Jesus of fresh starts. Chris, share your testimony. So what amazing thing we are here to celebrate today, the rising of Jesus Christ. See, I'm so grateful for what he did over 2,000 years ago, going to the cross, dying for my sins, bringing me forgiveness for my sins. In my case, that consists of many hurtful and terrible things that I had in no way do I deserve forgiveness for. As grateful as I am for what he did, for me it's hard to wrap my mind around. But what I can understand is what I have experienced in the last year because of his coming back from hell and rising again. See, last April 27th, I found myself at a bar once again, drinking. Now, for many of you, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I've struggled with addiction to things like alcohol, drugs, and sex my whole life. And this Thursday night was no different. For me, alcohol, drugs, and sex were an escape. They were an idol that I would turn to seeking peace and relief that I so badly wanted. It wasn't an escape from my life circumstances. It was an escape from myself that I really needed. I was a self-loathing man full of fear, shame, selfishness, that I used pride, anger, and success to hide from others and myself. When I woke up that Friday morning, April 28th, I was done. I had nothing left to live for and no fight left in me. I had decided to kill myself. It was at this point that the risen Jesus showed up. 
in my brokenness, in the middle of my hell, Jesus showed up and gave me a reason to live. Out of nowhere, my estranged wife's words came to me, saying how much she missed her father, who had, even though he had struggles, she wanted a hug. She wanted him at, the, at our wedding. How much she desired that. I knew at that point that I couldn't do that to my kids. Not knowing what else to do, because my only answer was to quit, I laid and cried for two days. And then Sunday came. And Sunday, Jesus led me to an AA meeting. And at that AA meeting, Jesus showed up. In the shape of a man who after the meeting reached out to me, took me by the hand and introduced himself, and later became my sponsor. See, for me, celebrating the risen Christ is to acknowledge that he is truly alive today. He is living in the man who reached out to me at that meeting. This man is Jesus, taking the shape of a man and love, and, and love reaching out and taking me by the hand and saying, I know the hell that you're in. I've been there, and I know the way back, if you'll follow me. Now, for some, th this resurrection might be quick and painless. But for me, in God's great wisdom, it was a slow walk through the flames. Because if it had been quick, I would have missed out on his refinement and healing of my character and wounds. My journey doesn't stop in AA, though. Because Jesus also led me to an app on my phone, a different Bible app, though. And I was able to listen to his word. And through his word, he transformed my mind. And in this renewing of my mind, I was able to look at, I could not look at the world the same. I could not act in ways that were going to lead me to death spiritually. This renewing of my mind showed me how he wanted me to stand for my marriage, to find a church, to trust in him. It gave Jesus a voice that I can still hear today. But he wasn't done. Next, Jesus showed up in my brother Adam, right here in church, who reached out to me through a prompting of the Holy Spirit. And he broke down walls of fear and insecurity, giving me love, acceptance, and encouragement. Once again, Jesus was showing up. From, that, from there, everywhere I looked, I could see him. And Tony, who led our Tuesday night groups, to the Thursday men's group that I, be, that I joined through Adam's encouragement, through a man that I met on a missions trip who sponsored me to go to a Mark Men's for Christ and receive healing, through my boss, who through blind faith, had patience, and stood by me when others would not. See, Easter in the past was a time spent with family, going to church, or a church service to honor the intellectual knowledge of a, a crucified and risen Savior. Now, though, it is so much more. It is a time to realize that Christ is alive, and because he is alive, he is here to restore us, to strengthen us, and to give us second, third, or even a tenth chance. He doesn't give up on us. At least he didn't give up on me. Where my, 
were my way to walk through hell with him to find our way back. Or we might have to walk through hell with him to find our way back. But he will walk with us. And if we stumble on the way, he will pick us up and keep us walking forward. So in closure, I want to share a story or that a message that Jesus hit me between the eyes with. See, one day I was frustrated and hurting because my wife was continuing to reject me. And I cried out to the Lord, Lord, why would you lead me to a marriage that she doesn't even want? Why would you have me stand for this? Why would you bring me more pain? And he answered me as clear as day. He says, Chris, how many times have I called out to you and you rejected me? How many times have I shown you love and service and you run away from me? It was at that point that I truly understood in my heart what unconditional love was. It was at that point that I truly understood how much he loved me and how much he wanted to do in my life. See, up to that point, it was all in my head. It was intellectual. It was learning. But I received his love in my life at that particular time because I could relate to it. I could understand it at that point. He says his arms are wide open, waiting for me on the cross to come to him, to receive him, to follow him. I realized that it was only me rejecting him that kept him out of my life. It wasn't my past. It wasn't the things that I had fallen short. That was just the shame that I would carry with me. That was the lies that I would believe in order to keep me separate. It was me rejecting him, not him rejecting me. And I finally understood that, that he was waiting for me to return. So thanks for letting me share my story. God bless you. Praise the Lord, for he is risen indeed.